world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Welcome, everybody. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. This is Morning Coffee, everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. My name is Vince Tagliavia. I am here with Andrea. This is a little show where we go over the news and events of the morning, everything from financial to the U.S. news, world news, um, health, science, World War Three, all these things. It's a ton of fun. Thank you for joining us. Good to see you. Good morning. I hope you have your coffee. That is one of the important staples of the show is that we wake our asses up, drink our hot beverages, preferably coffee. You could have some tea or whatever you want, you know, if you could be a weirdo and drink a glass of milk when you join us, whatever you'd like. Um. <laughs> Who would do that? This is wrong. Let's just have chocolate in there. I might be okay with like that. Ooh, chocolate milk is the best. I will not, I won't drink white milk, forget it, it's not. Well, yeah, it's pretty nasty. Um, yeah. Well, we're here once again, it's uh, Taco Tuesday, uh, July 12th, 2022. Um, pleasure to be here once again, we're going to talk about the news and events of the day. Uh, it's absolutely wild. Um, things are back to normal here at the Red Pill Project, though, this week, it's a lot of good stuff josh had a susan swift on last night what a great show that was Um, yeah she's awesome so i didn't know that there was anybody out there that could talk faster than josh i was wrong (laughs) once in a while they come through the woodwork it's really cool (laughs) yeah uh what a great show that was um 
yeah, there's just so many so many pertinent issues to talk about. It's really great to have uh, professionals and experts like Susan Swift to come on yeah. and uh, share all of their information with us. <clears throat> Excuse me. So really great. There's a lot going on. Uh, things are looking and feeling rather drab on the global scale. Uh, yeah. So everybody make sure you are uh, fit physically, mentally, financially, and you're taking care of your families and yourself and your neighbors and preparing for the worst because uh, it's better to be prepared than uh, caught with your pants down, as they say, which I don't even know what that where that came from or what it means, but... What? I don't think it means anything good. Maybe <laughs> it's, you know, the cheating husband, the getting caught Oh, yeah, that's I what it know, is. Maybe. Right. That's what I think of. <laughs> yeah, don't get caught cheating. I guess that's a kind of a gross analogy, but... Um, <laughs> be prepared um, because we see things are happening. We're going to start here with a little bit of finance. What do you say, Andrea? Let's do it. Let's get the bleak out of the way first. <laughs> Have you ever listened to Jim Cramer? Maybe. I'm terrible with names. I don't know. I recognize the face for sure, probably. Okay. But... Well, Jim Cramer came out and said that charts suggest the market is poised for an August rebound. <laughs> He's obviously not an economist. <laughs> he, well, he reports on this stuff every day. Oh, so he's he's a, a journalist. I see. He's a he's a gosh darn puppet, is what he is. This is him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. I've seen him. I've heard him. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of his things actually, and the kind of the consensus there on the internet is whatever Jim says, just bet on the opposite and you'll be fine. <laughs> and most right? of the time, that's true. <laughs> he's just terrible. So if he's saying this. People are like, "Oh shit, financial collapse confirmed." <laughs> right? I was gonna be like, "Oh, it's rebounding." Oh, you mean it's collapsing? The bottom's gonna fall out of everything in August. Oh, good. Well, gas will be six twenty a gallon on its way to ten. <laughs> why do Why do these people say this though? Right. Um, well, they want to fool everybody into keeping their money in bad investments so that the banks can steal their wealth. That's really what it will. I mean, yeah. they probably paid a lot of money to say the oh. things that they're saying. Oh, oh, yeah, to say the right things. And they don't care. They don't care as long as they, you know, got yeah, their, that pie. Yeah, I mean, he's worth about 150 million U.S. dollars. <laughs> right, his net worth. So. I can say a lot of things for $150 million, too. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man. Uh, so, not that I could ever be dishonest, but... I know, right? I, I couldn't do it. I would just have to be poor. I'm like, sorry. Right? <laughs> I was born poor. I'll probably die poor. It matter. <laughs> We're rich where it counts. In our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not in my wallet. <laughs> At least my husband has the comfort of knowing I didn't marry him for his money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, this week in finance, tomorrow we have the CPI data coming out. Uh, earnings this week, these kinds of things. We'll uh, see how that affects the markets as we go forward. But today, let's look at how we're performing. 
just really quick. Uh, S&P 500 is about flat. Um, NASDAQ, flat. Everything's flat. Crude oil's way down, 7.5%. $96.32 dipped right back down below 100. Very interesting. Gold is down 0.17%. $1,728 gold is sitting at. Silver dipped below $19, down 1%. (laughs) $18.92. 10-year bond is down 2.5%. Bitcoin dipped below $20,000 today. Um, And so it's not looking too hot. Things are just pretty grim. Um, pretty grim. And um, Euro slides towards dollar parity. The Euro and dollar are worth about the same today. So that's uh, interesting. The struggle of the currency value is clear. Um, and with this, uh, our currency just in uh, dire straits along with others. We see this. Russia and China are developing a new reserve currency with other BRICS countries to challenge the dollar dominance. Yeah. Well, you know, and they've got, Russia's got a gold-backed currency now. I don't know what China has. Um, I, I was reading a little bit on it this morning. Well, I know it's the one, but I don't know what it's backed by. That's what I was saying. Ah, I was reading on it a little bit this morning and it was slightly confusing to me. Um, But, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know right now oil is traded in U.S. dollars and it's kind of been the reserve currency or the global currency petrodollar um, for international trade and stuff. But I think there's definitely an opportunity that that could be overtaken and something else could take its place. I don't it's not going to be an easy transition and it's not going to be overnight. There's definitely going to be uh, a transitional phase in there, but I yeah. think they've a shot at making that happen if they do it right. Yeah. So BRICS nations, by the way, just a reminder, this is going to be on the quiz. Brazil, better Russia. Huh? It's a better study. <laughs> yeah. BRICS is an acronym for uh, the coined to associate five major emerging economies. BRICS stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And, you know, Brazil was once a thriving economy. Oh, They were huge. They had, I think they were the wealthiest country in the world at one point. Yeah, and they have a huge Uh, potential. It's just Western society has kept other countries down poor, hungry, starving, all these types of things with their own corrupt governments put in place so they could be the puppet masters, collect okay. their money, and have control over the socioeconomic and social political and just entire world situation. They're kind of ruling the world like they want to from the shadows. And, and they keep these poor countries poor. And But there are big changes happening in Brazil. Oh, um, they've got that? a conservative president who actually, if he gets reelected, if he wins his reelection, is actually going to be, is slated to rewrite their legislation for their gun laws to make them more aligned with our Second Amendment. And so I think that, because they, what they've done is he wasn't able to rewrite the legislature this, his last term. 
yeah. he was so they reinterpreted it. He wrote executive orders that allowed them to reinterpret the way that the law was written so that more people were able to own guns in Brazil. And what they found was that when they did that, crime actually decreased by like 40%. Oh, snap. And um, so they were, they, um, their, the legislature now, their government down there is ready to actually write legislation to open up gun laws and stuff and make it more like America's Second Amendment and stuff. So it's you a really interesting. Open up gun laws by reduce restrictions on firearms right. and allow yep. Second yep. Amendment rights. And to... yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. Just clarifying. That's really great. And I think a lot of these poor nations that we've been kind of in the U.S. at least had this like, oh, it's, you know, kind of a third world country and um, they have a lot of issues and they struggle and they have a lot of crime and gangs and this stuff. I think that this is a product of things like three letter agencies and infiltrations and politics and just the nastiness that is the world we live in. These globalists um, push the drug cartels and gun smuggling and child trafficking and all exactly. of those things and um, increase crime. My point that I wanted to make is that the potential for these countries is massive. They sit on a ton of resources. Yes. Um, so given the opportunity, they're going to flourish. So this yes. BRICS situation is probably scaring the shit out of everybody else, meaning Europe and the U.S. and uh, the globalists, the globalists. Um, and we very well could see a war between BRICS and, I guess it would be, allies. Yeah. Um, very interesting. I see a lot of potential for them to do really well. And with the U.S. having to figure out our dollar, and with our current administration, and Yellen and all this stuff, I think they're going to absolutely botch it. They're being forced to do it. You don't see them taking action. Uh, actually, a couple of years ago, they did turn all trading in the New York Stock Exchange to digital. I don't know if you guys remember, they shut down the stock market for, I think, one or two days while they converted everything to digital. Everybody was really worried. It was just as COVID was getting started or around there. And it was this whole big ordeal that was that nobody talks about, but I think is significant. And I think it was preparation for what's coming next, which is the digitalization of currencies around the world that are backed by things like gold, like Russia's doing, China, or, you know, so how are they going to do it? When are they going to do it? I think they're going to wait until they're absolutely forced to, um, and they're going to milk the dollar for everything they've got before they yeah. do anything. So, I mean, maybe they have something right behind ready to take its place, but I think they do. I think that's what the CBDCs are about, you know, the central bank digital currencies. Yeah, but they what is it going to be backed by? It might just be bullshit and it's not going to last. I think it's going to be 100% backed by bullshit. I think you're going to see ESG and DEI standardization in there. And yeah, like, it's going to, it, it's not going to be backed by anything yeah. other than the central banks. Um, it could be backed by, you know, US dollars or whatever currency they use, but it's not going to be worth anything. The US dollar is going bye-bye, I think. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what they base it off of. I, I don't really know. Yeah. It's like fairy dust, probably. 
But yeah, pretty much. Maybe it's they'll the US go dollars based off of now. Maybe they'll go for gold or silver, and they're not saying anything because they don't want people to purchase it. That's very possible. Or it would be gold, not silver. But I don't know. They could base it off of silver. In all honesty, silver well, is a lot more rare than gold. It depends on the price of silver because it takes less gold in a vault to account for a lot of wealth compared to silver with the current prices. Right. You're, yeah, going off of current prices. Yeah. But silver is also very, very much undervalued just because of its utilization in the electronics industry. That's a really valid point. I don't know if people realize the weight of that statement. We uh, consume, actually, I don't know if it's true anymore with all this uh, restriction on manufacturing and COVID and supply chains, but at least in recent history, <clears throat> maybe still today, the rate at which at which the world consumes silver exceeds the rate at which we can produce silver. Okay. Astonishingly. Yeah. So and, there's actually more gold on Earth than there is silver. And so you would think in a normal setting that when you have a, you know, um, demand kind of economy that supply and demand that when the supply is lower and the demand is higher the price would go up yeah but what we're seeing is the opposite and they keep it intentionally low because they do use it there's a lot of utilization of that it's in very... electronics and stuff like that yeah it's fascinating they do keep it artificially low more silver is traded on paper than is actually traded uh that has a physical backing of silver just something to note this is part of the way they keep it so artificially priced the markets are all sham all the prices all the news all the data all the earnings all of this in my opinion is all complete bogus information yep. uh it's a sh it's a charade it's a sham it's it's fairy dust it's fugazi a fugazi economy <laughs> yep 100 percent. clown okay. world so all right well, I do want to plug real quick uh, getgoldtoday.com if you guys are interested in rolling over 401ks, investing a few hundred or thousand dollars into gold or silver. One of our sponsors is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Him and his wonderful team have been helping us for months um, get our own finances and others pointed in the right direction. You can get a free consultation and learn more at getgoldtoday.com. Thank you. All right. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's move on. All right. Um, U.S. Let's look at the U.S. Would you like to take this first article? Sure. So, Jackson Lee. Biden's numbers are partly the frustration of the summer, the heat, and we're doing everything we promised on formula and gas. So, on Monday's CNN newsroom, Rep. Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas stated that she sees... A recent New York Times Siena College poll showing that 64% of voters who plan to vote in the Democratic primary in 2024 would prefer someone other than President Joe Biden as the nominee. Quote, as dissatisfaction, as the frustration of the summer, the heat, but Democrats will turn things around and gas prices are going down. All that we have committed to doing, we are doing, including making sure that we get baby formula back where it needs to be on the shelves and in the hands of parents. We actually have a story regarding this too, 
uh, right after this that gives you a little more information about this whole baby formula thing, which is interesting. So basically what they're saying is that um, the summer heat is frustrating Americans and the gas mm. prices are frustrating Americans. Oh, and that's, what's and that's why that's <laughs> why people don't like Joe Biden is because it's too hot. Get the hell out of here. Seriously. She's <laughs> oh, I just, man. you know, so she did say in her conclusion to all of this, my encouragement to Democrats is tighten up, unify. You've got a real good chance of holding the Senate and even holding the House. And you will see the kind of commitment we have. The last point is who is going to help you with Roe versus Wade, taking your very essence of the freedom of your bodies and reproductive rights. It's got to be Joe Biden. It's got to be the Democratic Congress, House, and Senate. You need Joe Biden. We need Joe Biden. And you're going to see that in the fall as we go pushing forward for victory. Nobody is buying this. Even Nobody most Democrats are like, okay, enough of the senile guy. Let's really, come on, seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Climate change, so. climate change, climate change. Yeah, she did say there was one interesting part in here that I looked at. Um, she says, so I really look at those numbers. Yes, it's dissatisfaction, is the frustration of the summer, the heat, but I'm ready for the fall. When we oh. really turn that election around after Labor Day and all the groups that have been supporting Joe Biden, get ready, get busy to really make a difference in the 2022 election. Oh. You know what that tells me? They are ramping up their voter fraud and they're getting their mules ready and they're preparing now for what they plan on doing in November. And yeah. a lot of this, I think, has to do with the ramping up of COVID that we're seeing and stuff Illegal like immigration. So, illegal immigration, yep. Um, the destabilization of our culture and our society. And um, yeah, this is the, the agenda that they're pushing. So if we're not careful and we don't do our part they're going to get away with stealing the midterms and there won't be anything that we can do about it after that so we've got to be vigilant we've got to make sure that we're doing everything we can and there's a lot happening so i do have some hope me too they're definitely going to pull something i think you're right they're they're setting themselves up for another uh round of extreme cheating so yes um, yeah. we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens get involved in your local communities and that's yeah. where we have to start yeah um it's just crazy onward here this is from your neck of the woods and it's really interesting it considering what we've been covering the past few months with the supply chain and whatnot yeah. um do you want to take this one too Sure. There's a Billings company, so here in Montana, that's actually producing baby formula. Um, And they're running into a lot of red tape because the FDA has approved it for toddler use, but not babies. So they are cranking baby formula out and they're able to get it on the shelves, but they can't because the FDA hasn't approved it. And there's a lot of bureaucratic bullshit and red tape to go through. So there's actually just a little two minute video in here. Maybe we can play it. It kind of explains it way better than I can. Um, it's, I can't play it. You can't play it? No. Oh. Um, even if you try refreshing? 
Yeah, it's just loading. I just refreshed. Oh, okay. Um, shoot. No, that's okay. I mean, that's. I mean, that's really what the, what it boils down to is they would rather. Um, so yeah, in here it's he. Um, it says to put one set of standards that you can import, but then to say people who are registered to manufacture in the USA, oh, you can't. You have to do all these studies and stuff. It doesn't make any sense. So the problem is, is that the countries that they're importing baby formula from do not have the same standards as in their countries that the United States has for the FDA when it comes to this. So what's happening is, is that we're getting baby formula in that doesn't have as much government oversight and regulations and safety standards and testing and stuff that we could produce here at home. Yeah. But instead of the Biden administration doing their part to say, okay, you know what? We realize we recognize that we have a crisis on our hands. We need to, you know, expedite this process for them. We can still hold the same safety standards, but there's no reason why it can't be expedited. No, then, um, you know, that's what that's what Trump would have done. Right? Oh, yeah. Get somebody over there today. Get this done. I want it. When's you, when are you going to have it done? I want it done ASAP. It, and it's not yeah. hard to do. We're completely right. capable of doing this. This is America. Exactly. Hello. Right. Well, and, um, you know, there's there. I see in the comments. Um, yes, I would assume that European standards and stuff are somewhat similar. Um, they do have different standards, though. Right. Yeah, um, it might be. And, and I have, don't have a problem with, I don't have a problem with that. But why are we importing baby formula from other countries? Why are we helping their economy when ours is suffering? We well, could be making it here in the U.S. Why aren't we supporting U.S.-based businesses? I think. And and that's the problem that we're running into. Yeah, is, well, I, I think it's to keep the infrastructure out of our country. Absolutely. That's what it is. And, um this company probably won't be able to survive long if they're not um, approved and whatnot and able to. And our senator here, our federal senator, has gotten involved. Steve Daines is involved, and he is going to the, you know, the feds, federal government, yeah. and say, look, he says, Montana moms and dads have been struggling to find baby formula and feed their children. This is a crisis. We should be doing everything we can to cut the red tape and revamp production here in the U.S. to quickly replenish shelves for Montana families. And, of course, this was a local article, so it says Montana. But really, it's federal, right, all over the country. And um, he's petitioning for that, but nobody's listening to him. Nobody in our government is listening to him whatsoever, and he's the only one that I know of that's out there. You know, maybe people need to start calling their representatives and say, look, you need to contact Steve Daines regarding this baby formula crisis, and you need to start pushing for American companies to produce here in America and help cut through that red tape that's bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. Yeah, the FDA caused the baby formula crisis, Allie D, 100%. Yeah, they do. Um, terrible. So, and, yeah. The, yeah, the Fed is so busy trying to figure out how they're going to continue to kill babies. They can't focus on how they're going to continue to have families to prosper, take care of children. Um, sad. It's such a weird thing, this 
It is, and you know, and it kind of just it fizzled out of the news. Like you haven't heard about it in weeks. No, there at least a week or two. You know, the news cycle is absolutely. And that's how it does. Just just because the news isn't reporting on it doesn't mean that it's not still there. Yeah, people are going to forget until they are forced to remember when the shelves are empty. Um, yep. Make sure make sure we're, we're preparing. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get on something a little more lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, does this have sound? I don't know. We are not tacos. Hispanic Association slams Jill Biden for comparing Latinos to breakfast tacos. <laughs> what an idiot, right? Yeah, Jill Biden. I think there is actually a video of her. Oh, there's a really funny video in there that yeah. somebody put together. Uh, go ahead and scroll down and well, I'll... No, me, it's not that I'll start oh. with the first clip. Okay. But we can't get those things on our own. Oh. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. <laughs> is your strength so much what diversity. a piece of work <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious. So cool, oh though. and they the latino community is just absolutely up in arms and who can blame them right i mean come on what <laughs> dumb are... thing to say Using breakfast tacos to try to demonstrate the uniqueness of Latinos in San Antonio demonstrates a lack of cultural knowledge and sensitivity to the diversity of Latinos in the region. Uh, people are not happy. I, I think, okay, I'll be honest with you. Why do they make everything about diversity and race and all this stuff? And I'm not offended, per se, but it's really let's, dumb, though. let's be honest. This is like, if Trump said this, he'd be crucified. And oh, racist yeah. and uh, yeah. all this. So, but they go out there and they just lay it out there. It's like uh, that's because they're the racists. They are. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. That's I, it's so just, true. you know, they're they're stereotypical things for a lot of different cultures, right? I mean, it would be how would it be any different if she was speaking to Chinese Americans and was like, and you're just as unique as the chow mein. Yeah, the different... Chicken chow mein. Actually, the noodle was invented in Italy. I'm just kidding. I don't know. But... <laughs> well, spaghetti was created here in the U.S., but somehow it's an Italian thing. I don't know. It's just dumb. Yeah, I'm I trying mean... to think of a good analogy to that. <laughs> I don't you know, but, I'm part Irish. Be like comparing me to a potato. Come on. There's a lot of different I variety of potatoes. <laughs> potatoes right. are just really boring. I got great eyes. I don't have great eyes. Oh, so. hey, good one. <laughs> Da-dunce. Right. Is this the oh, one, Il Donald Do Trumpo? Yes. I love Il Donald Do Trumpo. 
Yes. Totally not Donald Trump. But we can't get those things on our... The record scratch. <laughs> I am not right. your breakfast taco. Oh, oh, Joe Biden. You know she's gonna go home back to the White House, and and Joe, <laughs> Joe's gonna be like, "Hey, Jill, I'll be your breakfast taco." <laughs> and then he's gonna shit himself, and she's gonna be like, "Oh no, I didn't need chocolate pudding." Oh my gosh. Oh God. Yeah, it's just. What an idiot. It's just such a joke. We've it's... got to be the laughing stock of the world, right? Out of the world, right? I mean, oh. we, there's no possible way that anybody takes any of us seriously anymore. You know, <laughs> those stupid Americans. I think that the uh, brain damage is spread across the world, so only some people are laughing at us. The awake people. Yeah. This will be ignored by the. Uh, Racist leftists, the really extreme racist leftists, they'll be like, "They're like, well, he was, he was, you know, honoring their culture and their heritage." <laughs> Jill's not as racist as Donald Trump, right? <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so yeah, that's why we call today Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday, so we're we're honoring our flotus. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> our racist, our fake flotus. Yeah. Um, no, please. Yeah, if I were easily offended, I would be offended right now. But I, I just think it's it's so silly. It's dumb. It's really dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, you can't you with as racist as they are. It doesn't matter <laughs> what race or culture you are; they're going to find a way of being racist against you. Yeah, it's funny. They it, don't it have, doesn't matter. The, they don't have. They don't have like a. They don't. Nothing set a red flag on that. Might be a not a great thing to say. And, <laughs> right. And the way that she said it, and then chuckles, is just and like priceless. the crowd behind her is like. <laughs> I mean, the booing at the end of the Donald Trump one was inserted in there, but people were like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're like, should we clap? Are we clapping? They're like, she just insulted us. Like, what do we do with that? <laughs> so dumb. Uh, what an idiot. It really is. You should never stereotype people based on anything um, at all. But if you're going to do that, at least do it with some humor, right? Like, that wasn't even funny. <laughs> not on purpose. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, it was funny because it's not funny. <laughs> I right. guess. Or in a way, I don't know. <laughs> all right. It's dumb. <laughs> so dumb. So stupid. Um, and your little bit of good news for the day. Yeah. You want to take this one? or? Uh, sure. Constitutional sheriffs to hold summit to encourage elected officials to fight ballot fraud ahead of 2022 midterms. 
Woohoo! Yay! Oh, look at that ballot oh. stuffer. Hey, check out all these ballots. Make sure I get paid. He's taking <clears throat> pictures of them too. FYI, yeah. that's why his he looks like that. He's holding them out to take pictures on his phone. Yep. So he can get paid for the number of ballots he's stuffing in that box. Yeah. So, um, should I read this whole thing? I wouldn't. I mean, it really just talks about they're, you know, they are planning on, sheriffs are planning on fighting this, and they're trying to find a way of fighting it ahead of the 2022 midterm so that they can be on top of it. Um, they know that they're, they know that there's going to be fraud. Oh, yeah. And honestly, I think our constitutional sheriffs are just as fed up with this practice as the rest of us are, and they... You know, they've got, they want to get reelected. And if they want to get reelected, then they need to start doing their jobs. Yeah. And I say we deputize the shitload of, a shitload of patriots is what we do. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that the sheriff can decide to do if he feels like that it's in the best interest of his county. I mean, I would, they are the elected law enforcement. Yeah. And they could do that kind of thing. I would love to be a deputized sheriff. Or, or I mean, that, they could does that make you into a sheriff? No, oh. it, it makes you a deputy, a deputy. So you work for the sheriff, right? Okay. Um, they can also deputize you, from my understanding, and I could be wrong, but they can deputize you for certain tasks too. Like cool. it's not just you know. So they could deputy. So you would basically work for the sheriff in this capacity. That's so cool. whether you know being a ballot box, drop box, drop box um, watcher watcher yeah exactly and you would actually have the authority to arrest people who are trafficking ballots and like it wouldn't go beyond that like you can't just go out there and write people tickets and be like hey i work for the sheriff's department now right no but this i think is a highly effective method of getting our communities back together and stopping little shitty things like cars getting broken into and shit yeah. getting stolen and just the stupid crimes that happen in communities that happen because people get away with it and there's yeah. nothing there stopping them but these criminals are 99% of the time big wussies so yeah. I think a little bit of law and order is going to go a long way in our communities yeah exactly and you know you arrest them and be like hey look we'll make a deal with you bring us to the person that's paying you you know Oh, yeah. Use them like they do. I mean, police departments all over the country and probably all over the world do that. Oh, yeah. Where they negotiate people down. You catch the little guy and you go one step up. Yep. And then you eventually get to, you know, the person <laughs> on top. Joe Biden. Exactly. <laughs> George Soros. Like, he went all the way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's somebody that is organizing this. Who in the state is organizing it, Man. you know? I'll and, bet you it leads right back to the Democrats that are in your state. Yeah, I've been following the local politics in the community that I'll be moving to here in a few weeks. I've been following local politics and listening to the community, um, what they're saying on places like Facebook mostly. Right. And I think this is kind of similar to any small city in the country is... The local government's fucked up. There's drama and uh, controversy, and a lot of people can't get any um, 
law and order in the respect of holding them accountable for crimes and getting them out of office even. It's so corrupt even on this local level that uh, a lot of people are like, we just need to replace everybody. Yeah. That's literally it's the like conversations people are having. Yeah. But they can't, exactly make, the they can't make any headway with it. It's crazy. No. And the reason, a lot of times the reason it is is because the people that are on like the city councils or in my case, the town council are families that have been in this community for generations. Yeah. And so everybody just votes the status quo. Well, they've always been in office, so we're just going to leave them there. And, or they're getting kickbacks or whatever. Or it's been and like so this for 25 years. Them. Yeah, somebody new runs and they're like, we don't know this new guy. We don't want an outsider in our town government. You know, so I could, I could totally... You know, run for town council, but there's not a shot, a shot in hell that I would get elected. You know, because I'm a newcomer, I'm an outsider, I'm from out of state, I'm not a true Montanan. You know, and I don't belong in this community, and that's how I'm looked at here. Um, and that's just kind of the unfortunate part about you know a lot of these small communities like that, and why you do have and find corruption in them, is because it's the same people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people that have been on the town council here, um, half of them are almost dead. And, like, nobody, nobody's running. Because when they do, they just, well, we just want the same person in there. Man, it's wild. <laughs> we got to get involved in our communities, though. We do. The more people there to say, what the heck, they're going <laughs> to, a change will happen. Um, this is funny. So, these comedians, there's a couple comedians out there who aren't uh, cowering to the bullshit. Um, this next comedian, a lot of people love. And we'll watch. We'll watch. We're doing we're doing Friday funnies a little bit early for this one. Puppeteer Jeff Dunham mocks Joe Biden in hilarious send-up. Jeff Dunham is a pu- puppeteer? And ventriloquist. Ventriloquist. Uh, all right, let's watch it. What? Now? Now? Okay, all right. Uh, greetings, uh, uh, United People of Earth, the Americans, United States, us. Uh, I'm President Joe Biden, and welcome to my first edition of our Fireside Chats, where you send in questions and I answer them. These are all real questions submitted by you. Maybe not like you, you, but, you know, the next guy next to you, you. Yeah, they were either submitted at Jeff's live shows on the road when we were there or done online with the clicky thingy and the mouse thing. So uh, here we go. So there's a teleprompter somewhere. Oh, there it is. It's right where I'm looking. So it looks like I'm actually looking at you, but I'm not. I'm reading stuff. I don't see you. I see the words. Okay, the first question is from Sarah Hodgson. Dear Mr. President, what techniques are you using to combat your memory challenges? Well, I have a really great list of ways to keep your memory sharp. And I'll read it to you just as soon as I remember where I put it. Ian, just says Ian. Ian, the nomad something or other. I don't know what the hell, I can't read it. Dear Mr. President, when's the last time you didn't get distracted by an ice cream truck? Well, you son of a... Squirrel! 
This is uh, from Lance, a cosplay, cosplay king. What the hell is that? I don't know what that is, a cosplay. Anyway, dear Mr. President, if a chicken sandwich has chicken wings, would it be a wing sandwich? You idiot, Lance. Chickens don't fly, so that means they don't have wings. Duh, sheesh. And that moron has the right to vote. Next from Starrula, Starrula, Starrula. There's two R's. Starra, Starrula. I don't know. Anyway, uh, dear Mr. President, hi. I'm 50 and single. How do I find the man of my dreams? <laughs> yeah, you're 50. Yeah, keep dreaming, lady. Hang on. She's 50 and single. Oh, uh, can I uh, uh, take a whiff? Yeah. <sighs> Smells like. My sister. Okay, next question. Leonardo Amaya. Dear Mr. President, what's with the gas prices? Oh, uh, nothing. They're fine. They're great. So everything's good. The economy's zooming, and we're all doing just, just, just fine. However, uh, if they are a little high, that's uh, Russia's fault. Uh, Russia, Putin. Yeah, Putin did that. And a little Trump thrown in there, too. It's his fault. Robert G-U, I don't know what that is. Dear Mr. President, how have you been dealing with accidental leaks? Uh, well, it depends. <laughs> this is from Stormy. I love names that are also uh, adjectives. It's great, okay. Dear Mr. President, what do you think the White House should be called instead of the White House? Oh, uh, unfortunately, it's now becoming a graduated care facility, but I'm fine. Seriously, just fine. I uh, lose my way now and then, but that's what the guardrails are for. Teacher Mad has a question. All right. Dear Mr. President, could you pass a standardized test? Ah, come on. It's been years since I've had VD. From Brandy with two E's. Brandy E. Dear Mr. President, would you rather burn or drown? Oh, I think Hillary's had folks eliminated both ways. From Sarah. Dear Mr. President, who smells the best? Oh, uh, easy, that's Nancy. She smells like mothballs. Unless she's recently hugged her husband, and then she smells like scotch and other women. From Ethan. Thank you, Ethan. Dear Mr. President, at what point in your life did you decide you were going to spend the rest of it with another man's hand inside you? Oh, I guess when Obama first put me on his knee. Well, that's our first edition of Fireside Chats. I think that went well. Did you? No? Do you even work here? I don't know. So if you like this, do that thing where you like and subscribe and you can even comment. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, so there's some pretty brutal truth in there, isn't there? Yeah, you know, um, Jeff Dunham. A lot of comedians make fun of him because he's a, a unique type of comedian, but he's really great at it. He has some great solid jokes. He does well, and that's awesome. And I'm really surprised that um, he wrote that, actually. I guess I don't know him or anything, but I I am surprised. I think he tends to lean from what I know about him. He um, 
is more more conservative, but he leans more towards center, I guess. Yeah, typical kind of in the kind of middle of the road, industry. but kind of you know uh, center right, slightly conservative. Yeah, center right. Yeah, like probably most of the people listening. <clears throat> but it was hilarious. I mean, what he's saying isn't. You know, not true. There are some solid jokes in there, and I'm surprised he went out there and said some of them, like the Hillary bit and things. Right. Because um, these people are sick, and things like this really wake people up. It does. Um, and yeah. they go viral, and it wakes up. Uh, it wakes up our communities. So I'm really proud of Jeff Dunham. Congratulations to him. But. Speaking of badass comedians, Jim Brewer came out with a special, everybody. If you haven't seen it, uh, not a sponsor, but just love comedy, and it's a good watch. It's free on YouTube. Uh, Jim Brewer's comedy special, I forget what it's called. But go check it out. It's really hilarious, and uh, uh, I, I love I, it. I love good comedy. One of my most favorite. You have to see it. It's so freaking funny. Um, you will not regret it. Uh, and then we could talk about it. I don't want to spoil it. So okay, everybody Perfect. check it out. We could talk about it maybe uh, Saturday, Saturday night after makes you think or something. I don't know. Or even this week. Who knows? Yeah. I also like dry bar comedy too. There's some really funny people on there. What's, I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know what dry bar comedy is? Dry bar comedy? Yeah. I think it's a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Just like stand-up or, clips? Yes. They do little shorts. They have like 15 minutes, 20-minute things. Cool. And it's just they feature different upcoming oh, okay. comedians and I stuff. I get into that. Some of them are dumb, um, but some of them are funny as hell. Like, I'll sit there and listen to that stuff all day long. Like I laugh my ass off and my guts hurt. Love it. Yep. I'll have to check that out. All right. Cool. Uh, so make fun, you guys. Have fun. Make jokes. Make memes. This is kind of this is a very effective way of fighting the disinformation and whatnot. It's hilarious. I saw sometimes you'll see a meme get fact checked, <laughs> and right? It's because it's highly effective, and a yep. lot of times they're true, and they're like, "That's not completely true," but with memes, they take it to the extreme. They add a little bit of spice and. They add a little bit of exaggeration and things. That's how. That's what comedy is inherently. It gets people looking into stuff. They're like, what? That can't be it's true. Just, and then they start looking into it and they're like, oh. It's just funny oh. because they take something that's a joke with a little right. bit of truth and they say, that's mostly true or that's mostly false. Let me fact check your meme. It's like, you're so silly. Get out of here. Of course, it's, yeah, it's a joke. That's how jokes are. That's how jokes work, man. Jesus. See, that's the problem, though, is that they want to destroy all that because they don't want... They don't... Yeah. They don't want independent thought. They don't want laughter. They don't want joking. They want robots. They want drones. You know, they want everybody to just... I, I saw a video. I don't remember where I saw that yesterday. But it was just creepy. It was... What? I'll have to see if I can find it again. Maybe I sent it to you in Twitter. I was like a, a guy. He was like going to work and it was like, you have to get up. Your ride has arrived. Oh, Josh and played then, it. Oh, is that where I saw that? Josh played it on the Daily Dose. 
Okay, yeah, it's like that. That's what they want. Yep, yep, oh, you're so right. Creepy. That is where I saw it. That was really creepy. It is, and that's what they want. That's the world that they're working towards. That's their ideal world where we're all just drones and slaves. We're not allowed to have independent thoughts, and we're, we're punished for being um, unique individuals. Yeah, that was a really creepy dystopian video Josh played on the Daily Dose yeah. last night. Yeah, it was super creepy. I was like, ooh. Yep. Well done, though. I hadn't seen that. I don't know where Josh found it, but good find. Yeah. Um, they want people to be uh, obedient tacos and... <laughs> breakfast tacos. Yeah. Obedient breakfast tacos. <laughs> I could go for a taco. It's Tuesday. I might just do that. Um, I had quesadillas last night for dinner. It's pretty delicious. I'm going to have them again for lunch. Oh, I love that. I love that. Even though you know you're culturally culturally appropriating, but I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> what if I identify as half Mexican? I mean, can I do that? Uh, you have to invest in a maraca or something, and then yes. Oh, what um, if I just invest in tortillas? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will speak for every Mexican when I say that is acceptable. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Um, things are really escalating on the World War III front. Um, yeah. Insider Paper tweeted this out. Apparently, um, the U.S. has killed Islamic State Syria chief, according to the Pentagon, with a drone strike. This is a developing story. I don't know if they've updated it yet. It looks like they have. The leader of the Islamic State militant group in Syria, Syria was killed Tuesday in a U.S. drone strike, the Pentagon said. Mahir al-Aghal was killed while riding a motorcycle near Jindaris in Syria, and one of his top aides was seriously injured. Pentagon Central Command spokesman Lieutenant Colonel Dave Eastburn told AFP, the Syrian Observatory of Human Rights confirmed that Agle was killed in a drone strike. The Syrian Civil Defense Force said one person was killed and another injured in a strike that targeted a motorcycle outside Aleppo, but did not identify the victims. There was little information available about Agal, whom the observatory called the Islamic State Governor for the Levant. The strike came five months after a nightmare U.S. raid in the town of Atme in northern Syria, led in northern Syria, which led to the death of the overall Islamic State leader Abu Ibrahim Al Karashi. The U.S. U.S. officials said Karashi died when he detonated a bomb to avoid capture. I remember this. They uh, that was a weird one. That was a weird one that everybody was questioning. Uh, but yeah. apparently their narrative stuck. Imagine that. He killed himself, we swear. But we were all there, oh. yeah, but... Wasn't we... there something... Uh, wasn't Syria in the news a few weeks ago for something else? I can't oh. remember. And I remember Pop, thinking at the time... I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember thinking, oh, watch out for false flags when it comes to Syria. I bet the U.S. does something over there pretty soon. I don't remember what it was. Maybe somebody else um, would know, but I do remember Syria being in the news a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I'm thinking remember. there was a good chance that the U.S. would 
try to escalate something to happen over there. Well, yeah. I don't know what it was, but we're seeing this is big, I believe. Targeted attacks. I think we're going to see increases of this, and I think Josh believes this as well. He titled his show last night false flag inbound or expect false flags or something like that so this stuff <laughs> is yeah. uh apparent um yeah. and of course the proxy war with ukraine is continuing the next two stories kind of go together uh europe approves 1 billion euros in financial aid to ukraine and breaking today the u.s announces an additional 1.7 billion aid to ukraine of course you know because we don't have anything we need that money here in the u.s for i know american citizens don't need it at all this is crazy. we're all funding so this i just you have no idea how badly i i want my husband to like go to hr and be like i need to move to the youtube what i i am so tempted to have my husband go fill out another a new w-2 and just claims exempt mm. and just stop paying taxes because this is ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't agree with any of my tax dollars being spent on the globalist but you, agenda. But you have to be careful because the IRS is arming their agents with weapons. Oh, oh yeah, they bought a bunch so of guns. So if you do decide to claim exempt on your taxes, just remember that the IRS is now armed. Yeah. They want to scare you into not doing stuff like that you know we it's, civil disobedience works until you're you know well a little a little bit of fear age. and coercion goes a long way when you're a crooked belligerent occupied government yep tyrannical government 100%. uh this is not good you guys this is escalation uh things have things are not going well over there between ukraine and russia and everybody else involved Belarus things are seriously escalating now um I do want to briefly, me briefly mention that video that came out yesterday we didn't we didn't cover and I don't think Josh covered it either and that is a PSA that came out in New York talking about how to deal with a nuclear attack mm -hmm. in the city which um it's it, a lot of fear porn I think yes I agree and here's why uh, it was really weird, by the way. First of all, it was rudimentary. It was basically shelter in place, stay inside. If you get dust on you, change your clothes. That's all they said. Take a they, shower. They didn't say to stockpile food. They didn't say to have a way to filter water. They didn't say to stockpile water. They're idiots. Um, yes, that's yes. Get away from the radiation. Yes, of course. But they don't. If anybody does that, they're going to die in a few days if they don't have water. Hello. Uh, this is why we tell you guys to prepare. One way to do that is my Patriot Supply redpills.tv slash patriot uh, and other ways look I do want to say this before I continue on uh, or more of like what you just mentioned but if you guys are broke and every show I go on and Andrea and I talk about pre prepping and we're not rich by any means either and a lot of people say look I can't afford a thousand dollars of months of emergency food what do I do and we always say buy a can here or there do anything you can Look, one thing you can do, though, buy life straws. Yeah. Because they're cheap, a few bucks, yeah. 5 to $10. You could get uh, at least one, maybe two or three. You can and, get order them on Amazon. And uh, they allow you to filter water. Filter it 
before you drink it just to extend the life of your your straw but that's one thing you could do to just really have a water a way to filter water uh for a while so i would even say boil it first and then filter it sure yeah uh, yeah just um, sure um i just wanted to put that out there life straws i don't care where you get them but you know to this point with that video that they put out yesterday yeah. i think like and like i said i said i thought it was fear porn it is i i think that what they're trying to do is they're trying to scare people into thinking that Russia is going to mm -hmm. um, perpetrate a nuclear attack. Because when people are afraid, they're like, oh my God, we got to do something about Russia. We got to stop this from happening. And then people are all of a sudden fine with sending yeah. Ukraine billions of dollars. Yeah. I think they've been getting a lot of pushback. Why are we sending money? Why are we sending money? Why are we sending money? And this is their, oh, well, we're just going to put this propaganda out there. Russia's going to perpetrate a nuclear attack on us and then people are like oh they could, okay, I get it. Russia, they could. are they going to not before they would do it in ukraine right exactly i think that yeah, they very well could and russia has a lot of small armaments that are nuclear and i think they could use them especially if it comes to the point where they run out of other munitions and they're desperate they might just decide to use them um, in a last-ditch effort, and we could see this nuclear war—not out—not a full-out nuclear war, but just this nuclear war targeted, targeting um, each other's military bases and military things and supply chain lines and things like this. It could happen. But your point of it being fear porn is true because Russia's not going to bomb New York City with a freaking nuke. That's not a good war strategy that's just cruel and stupid right there's They're, nothing in new york like they would be better off bombing washington dc with it you know because and yeah, i don't think but, they're gonna do that either i don't i really don't think that russia i think they're threatening right but i really don't think that that's what's gonna happen like i think yeah. that if russia was going to do something like that they would have um, yes, they I don't know think where it's, the problem lies. I don't think that's their. I think that's way down their list on what they're going to do. That to me seems like a last ditch effort kind of kind of move. But um, my point too, yes, they would target things like DC. But before they could even get to DC, they're going to have to destroy military things and right. stuff like that. It's not going to be a lot of civilian stuff. Although the potential for it to really just destroy everything is there. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff in Europe that would be, it seems like there would be other targets that are more of a priority to them than, um, than the United States. Because if something happened in the United States, if they did send a nuke here, right, they're going to have all of Europe coming down on them. Like they would have to take them out first before they ever did something like this in the United States. Yeah. But then there's... Yeah, who knows how it how it may unfold. Um, but my my point was is that I I think they yeah. put this propaganda out to get people convinced that um, and fooled into believing that we're doing the right thing by taking out those bad Russians um, because they do plan on sending more more and more money and more and more weaponry over to Ukraine and I think people are getting fed up with it and they're like oh my gosh we've got to do something. 
to push back against the pushback we're getting. And that's yeah. really what I think it boils down to. Yeah. And this comes in an interesting time when just a couple months ago, or just in the recent past, we had New York come out with these tests done on their ventilation systems, mm -hmm. which was odd. And then now we have this. So we could see yeah. false flag in a city is I think would be more of a potentiality than an actual terrorist attack from someone like Russia. That's just my, my opinion as a layman on war strategy. Uh, but based on what I know about this psychological warfare and everything, that is where, what I would guess. And right. And that's what this is. I think is a psychological warfare tactic. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, it's a hundred percent manipulation. Uh, and propaganda either way it's a disaster we should be prepared for um i think there's a potential that it could go nuclear i'm on i i don't know to what extent and i think it might not go like i think if it does it might not explode into a full-out crazy thing i think there's a small percentage of a chance but i've kind of always i don't know i i don't think it's a huge statistical probability and that's just my opinion you know i know we all have different um, and you have to prepare to the level that you feel comfortable with, right? Like I have um, potassium iodide pills. Which blocks your thyroid from yeah, being contaminated it helps, by Yeah, it radiation. helps with radiation poisoning and stuff. So something to definitely, you know, isn't something, it's not bad to have. You know, how much of it you get, like... You don't need to stock up on years worth of the stuff, right? All you need is enough to be able to get, get out of wherever you're at. Get through the initial fallout and get, and get, get the, the hell out of there. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. You don't need, you know, six months of supply for every member of your family because yeah, if you you're have... not going to be living in that area. There's yeah. not going to be anything there. So. You can't live in radiation for six months. But so, yeah. good thing to have. And you can buy that on uh, my Patriot Supply, socialredpill.com. I mean, redpills.tv slash Patriot, I think, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So that's something cheap you could do. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you have time to go a little bit over today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to just breeze through the rest of these really quick, just sure. headlines, really. Um, because we these are just continuations of what we've seen. Russia has already begun destroying advanced U.S. wisdom U.S. weapon systems sent to Ukraine. Yeah, uh, they've been doing that all along. It's just more of the same thing there, and it just it so happens that these are HIMARS for whatever that's worth. Oh. So long range, long range missiles. Right, which funny funny remember when we weren't gonna send those <laughs> yeah the ones we weren't gonna we send promised <laughs> yeah we're only sending short range missiles no medium or long well now we're sending medium range but no long range missiles. oh well, we're, we're sending the long range ones. i know so ridiculous Belarus president Belarus president claims the west is plotting to attack russia uh this is an article by the insider paper i think um, he's wrong they're putting mines on their border and meanwhile ukraine is now starting to mine their side of the border um, i think that this is escalating especially seeing this huge injection of oh, almost three billion dollars 
going into Ukraine. I think that, um, you know, what isn't laundered back to the Biden crime family and other corrupt individuals in Europe and the U.S. is going to be invested into this wartime effort. You're mm-hmm. going to see action on both sides, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we pray for every victim uh, in Ukraine and Russia and anywhere else in Europe, uh, regardless of borders or labels or whatever. Normal, everyday people suffer because globalists are trying to take over the world. And it's, it's sad. But so regardless of, you know, who's right, who's wrong, this is, you know, war's not pretty for either side ever. Nope. So I just want to say that. Uh, stand strong. Hopefully um, the cabal doesn't come out the other side uh, with any type of authority or perceived authority and uh, the people can rebuild and be better off than ever. Yeah. Okay. That's the plan. Yep. And of course, Germany is facing incredible gas shortages, uh, which could force the government to shut down schools, according to an article by Natural News. Which... Germany is actually the only country out there that has made homeschooling illegal. You are not allowed to homeschool your child if you are German. You have to send them to a state-run school. Wow, they take their indoctrination seriously over there. They do. We do that too, but luckily, uh, not yet. Yeah. Or... It's the only—it's the only country that doesn't have that allows absolutely zero homeschooling opportunities. That's so a lot of countries crazy. are very restricted on their homeschooling laws, but sure. Germany is just flat out nope. That's weird, creepy, creepy and creepy and gross. If- uh okay i'll cover this one too the sri lanka president was blocked by airport staff during an attempt to flee the country after protesters broke into his home and that's awesome they're like yeah no you're not escaping you're not going anywhere you can stay right here and deal with us and this is according to the fake news fox news airport personnel would not let him through pretty pretty wild yeah damn he's fucked yeah oh yeah <laughs> he Yikes. better be praying hard. Yikes. Could you imagine? Nope. I think he gets what he deserves, though, quite honestly. Yeah. Why? This is why you don't shit on an entire country. Um, yeah. And this is a small country, comparatively speaking. I mean, can you imagine if something like that happened here in the U.S.? <laughs> I think they're more equipped to just get in the sky. Yeah. Immediately. Right? Why didn't he get into the sky immediately? I, he got on a, I don't know, he was on a Navy ship for what I understand. So yeah. I it's it's hard to say what happened or... Yeah, you know, I know. I don't know. So much darn fake news, but yeah. apparently uh, he's stuck there. Yep. Yikes. Good luck. Oh, man. Good it's, luck. Look, you got yourself in this mess, messing with the evil cabal. I... I'm not answering your phone calls, Mr. Solana right? President. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, why don't you lead us through our health stuff here? I kind of... Uh, All right. Yeah. Yep, we've got um, 33-year-old Malden police officer Sean Dillon dies suddenly and unexpectedly. 33 years old. Um, the official cause of death has not been disclosed. 
Um, he's got a family. He's 33 years old. He is um, the, hold on. Um, according to a reporter, at least six Massachusetts active duty police officers have died unexpectedly since April, which I thought was very interesting. Wow. Um, I was like, oh, I wonder what their jab mandates are. So I looked it up and of course they are required. So if you are a police Sad. officer in Massachusetts, you have got to be jabbed. And um, if you're not jabbed, then you're going to lose your job. So this is a case of SADS, sudden adult death syndrome, um, which is not a thing. No. <laughs> so um, they're not they're not going to come out and tell you that he was vaccinated. But after the research that I did this morning on this, I can assure you he most likely was, which is why he was still employed. Thirty-three people. Thirty-three. Yeah. Oh he's 10 God. years younger than I am. That's sad. He's still just a kid. You know, he had his whole life ahead of him. And my heart goes out to his family, um, his, you know, law enforcement family and his family family. So, so incredibly it's, it's sad. It's sad We're going to start seeing this ramp up, you know, six since April. And we're only in July. You know, that's three, four months six it's disgusting absolutely disgusting that's a lot of uh genocide it is and massachusetts is not a huge state i don't know what the population is but you know now you take that on a, a scale of a whole country yeah and um, you're looking at something that's way worse than what you can imagine way more worser as i like to say way more worser yes um so, moving on moving on videos a couple short clips here the emergency committee on covid19 met on friday last week and concluded that the virus remains a public health emergency of international concern there's yep. tedros there yep Tedros and and the U.S. is going to renew the health emergency that we're under. So it's just more con continuation. Um, this is never going to end unless these people are taken out of power and removed from control. This yeah. is never going to end. It's going to continue for the rest of our lives. Man, I hope not. Um, yeah, this is really creepy that they're just like, we want to poke you and put things in you, and if you don't do it, we're going to coerce you and make your life terrible and miserable. Ah, such a disgusting yeah. thing. Tedros yeah. is um, likely, in my well, in my opinion, Tedros is a um, world uh, crook. He is um, he's yeah. just... Yeah, he is just a, a yeah. Chinese Grammar Bull had it had it right. He's a demonic piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> there you go. He was, wasn't he involved with um, organized crime in a country? I think an African country. He, yes. Like, um, and him and he's got really close ties, I believe, to Bill Gates as well, and the genocide that happened in Africa. Um, with vaccines and stuff like that, so he's tied to that whole, that whole oh, thing. So, so creepy. 
These yeah, Fauci, Fauci, Gates, Tedros, all these people are perpetrators of the greatest genocide the world's ever seen, and people are just letting them continue to hold these creepy cult, this. medical cult videos. They should be arrested immediately and tried. Not only for genocide, but for um, probably things that are aligned with the treason, treasonous activities that we've seen globally in all these different countries, including the U.S. I think part of the problem, though, is is that people don't want to wake up because, especially the jabbed, some of them obviously are, uh-huh. but um, a lot of them don't want to admit it because then they've got to admit their own mortality. If they've been jabbed, they've got to admit their own mortality. And I think yeah. for some people, it's a lot easier to deny, 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 deny than it is to face reality. Uh, and I think that that's what we're running into right now with these people yeah. that aren't waking up. They're like, you got to get your booster. It's healthy. It's not meant to cure it. It's just meant to make the symptoms less. And they, I think somewhere deep down, they know that they screwed up but i don't think that i don't think that their brain can process it to a point where they can deal with it emotionally and yeah. so they they don't they just they don't want to they can't admit it because by admitting it they have to they literally have to face their own mortality if you knew you you did something that was going to cause you to die i mean that's hard to live up to yeah and especially you know when it I mean? extends past yourself to your children or your family members yeah. you're like oh my gosh i pushed this on my i mean there's a level of just disconnect there that you have to have in order to be able to live with yourself and right think, yeah i think that a lot of the justification people have in keeping that blinder on despite what they might know is true um, is the authority by things like Tedros and whatnot, yeah. and the um, well, the government loves me. They would never lie to me. Yeah, the trust in authority, which is absolutely insane. So sad. We have another clip. Yep. They're rolling it back out, people. They are. Um, meaning they are not up to date many americans are under vaccinated meaning they are not up to date on their covid 19 vaccines not all people over the age of 50 have received their first booster dose of those who received their first booster dose only 28 percent of those over 50 have received a second booster dose and of those over the age of 65 only 34 percent have received their second booster dose Good. So my message right now is very simple. It's essential that these Americans, as Dr. Shaw said, get their second booster shot right away. Many Americans are. They yeah, want I'm money. not going to get the first dose of any shot. So piss off. Oh, fuck. Look at her earring. Yeah, it's a spiral. It's a creepy pedo symbol. Yep, it is. Oh my gosh, you guys. Come on, this conspiracy just never freaking ends. No, it doesn't. Um, it really doesn't. These people are absolutely sick. We all have the data about these things. Stop pushing it on us. We're not interested. Good day, ma'am. Yep. That's the CDC director, by the way. Yep. 
All right. What else have we got? Just uh, the last couple and then of years. Yep, they've got the HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra says there's a strong chance we'll see a resurgence of the virus this fall, just in time for the midterm elections. This fall. I ain't scared. I think that this is going to be something that hits the vaccinated very hard. I don't very hard Uh, because it has to in order for them to be able to push their whole mail in ballot thing. I don't think it's something that's going to affect those of us that are not jabbed. But I think that people who have, and I think oh. the more shots you have, the, and I think that's why that they're pushing sense. people to go get their jabs, right? Yeah. Their boosters and stuff. I think the more doses of that that you have, the worse it's going to be. Yeah. And so they're going to push this out in the fall, like October time range. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, you know, September, October. And then they're going to go, we got to do drop boxes because everybody's sick. And it's literally just going to be the vaccinated. There's. I think they're coming out with another. They're coming out with a new type of jab too, aren't they? I saw something. I forget. It's I a COVID flu vaccine, is what it is. It's a combo, and I guarantee you, they're going to start putting this COVID whatever it is, this mRNA technology, in every vaccine, every vaccine. So if you are like, hey, I'm not anti-vax, just I just don't want this. Just be aware that that's going to be in all of your vaccines before long. Every single one of them. Yeah. I will never, yeah. ever, ever, ever stick another needle in my kid's arm or my family members. None of it. Me either. Um, I won't do it. Josh played an interesting story last night where uh, I forget what country, but scientists have found, proven that the viruses, I mean, the jabs, uh, mRNA technology actually uh, modifies DNA. Yes, it was coming out of, was it Italy? I don't recall. I think. But basically this allows this allows um, cases to be brought up in court because of genetic discrimination mm-hmm. based on being having been jabbed or not because it does modify your DNA. Which the yes. CDC, the WHO, everybody, oh, Dr. Fauci, it won't modify your DNA. That's a kooky There's conspiracy no theory. What are you doing? Drinking the Kool-Aid and wearing a tinfoil hat? 9-11 was real. I know, right? Those that played blew up those two buildings and so, crushed another one. Yeah, they're really trying to roll out the jab. I think you're right. The more jabs you get, the more compromised your immune system is. Um, they're trying to scare the shit out of everybody to keep them, uh, give them, give themselves space to steal the midterm election and further control the population and kill more people. Uh, Somebody said Sweden. I think they're right. I think it actually was Sweden. 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 Klaus is going to be very upset. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you were German. (laughs) Um, the last article that we have is just really kind of disturbing, and it's New York yeah. hospitals allows kids to keep sensitive medical information from their parents. New York. So New if you're between the ages of 12 and 17 and you want to go have an abortion, you don't have to disclose that to your parents, and neither does the hospital. You're able to keep that stuff secret. If you want a gender sex change, you can do that without your parents' approval. And, yes, um, this is this is what happens wow. when... Parents aren't allowed to be parents, and the state feels like they own your children or have more right to your children than you do. Creepy. 
Let me just tell you something. There is nobody that has more authority over my child than me and my husband. And it will be that way until he is 18. And then he is considered legally an adult. And then he can be responsible. And if he wants to hide stuff from us, fine. But until then, not going to happen. Yeah, it's really creepy that they're doing this. Um, Really extremely creepy. They're trying to take the authority away from parents and make and give that authority to the state. That's what they're doing. They have, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. this is a huge issue. I don't, yeah. I don't trust the government, man. Jeez, they're crazy. I don't trust them with my money. I sure as hell isn't. I'm not going to trust them with my kid. No, <laughs> hell no. Oh my gosh, you guys. <sighs> crazy world we're living in. You know, I just. Start being parents, you know, I know everybody here is, I I don't even worry about anybody, you know, that's here. Um, but it is, it's important that parents start being parents again, and they stop letting everybody else raise their kids. It's hard. Being a parent is hard. Yeah. And, but it's, it's a responsibility that, you know, we take on when we bring that life into the world, or we bring you know, that child home, um, in the case of adoption or fostering or whatever, um, don't take on that responsibility if you don't want it. Cause I tell you what, there are millions of people out there who want to be parents. They can't be parents mm-hmm. because they suffer from infertility. And a lot of it in all honesty, uh, through my research is vaccine related. Very well could be. I, I, I am a hundred percent convinced that it is the number one reason why I can't have children. And without the gift of adoption, I wouldn't be a mother today. And that's just the simple truth of that matter. You know, um, if if my son's birth mother had chosen a different road, I wouldn't be his mom. And that would be a tragedy. Man, yeah, that goes back to Susan Swift's conversation with Joshua Reed last night, man. That was very powerful. And really made me think about um, my mother and, you know, and I'll say it, my mother said it um, maybe after smoking some Chiba or uh, cannabis and or having a drink is that I was an accident. And I just, I was going to ask her like details about that. Like, t- like, do you remember the day that you found out you were pregnant? What was that like? And then why, you know? what were your beliefs at the time? Um, and then you had to be, why I just want to know all these things. Um, really makes me think about that. You know, we're all very fortunate to be alive and to be born. Nobody alive. This, that saying is probably saying, I wish you know, I hadn't been born. That's, um, I think your mom got it wrong. I don't think that you're an accident. I think you were unexpected is the, uh, a better word for it. I was unexpected. Yeah. Uh, nobody is an accident. <laughs> well, she believes I, I was actually a curse of my great grandfather. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I see. Okay, this is where we're going with this. Okay, well, maybe in that case. <laughs> she is like, you were sitting here to curse me. <laughs> yeah, well, he, my, my great grandfather always told my parents uh, they had two kids, and you got to have another kid. You got to have another baby. You got to have another baby. And they're like, nope, nope, and nope. They're like, how? Oh, we're good, we're good. And then he passed away, and not long after, maybe a month after, they found out that they were Bam. pregnant with me. There is Vince. They're like, fuck, grandpa's. In- <laughs> Grandpa came back. They're like, fuck. shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
So um, these things happen, and there's help out there for people to raise families and get things done, and, and the communities come together. And, and honestly, if they cut the red tape on adoption and fostering and doing all of this stuff, and funding, you, these you would have a ton more people that would do it. I would have a bigger family. Heck yeah, honestly. you know. Because it's very expensive to adopt, and there is a lot of BS you got to go through. They don't it is one hundred percent worth it, and I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. Um, because my my child is the best gift that I could ever imagine. But yeah. they do make it very difficult, um, and that needs to change. They need to open it up to where it's, you know, I wouldn't say just as easy to adopt as it is to have an abortion because you, you do have to make sure that the child that you're how about you're them with is safe yeah but how about like the funding that we see given to aborting babies but that towards is not put it towards, towards keep adoption. taking care of children or babies and yep. at, unless it's independent private individuals like if andrea and i decided to open a nonprofit or something yes those things exist like susan swift works works on yeah. this but man it's just it's i think it's by design they're creepy satanic they want people dead it's disgusting um yeah. any final thoughts before we continue with the rest of our beautiful taco tuesday uh, i would say get your taco on i don't know <laughs> You guys. Go to the store, buy yourself some chicken or some hamburger and some <laughs> cheese and some taco seasoning. And, yeah. We're all beautiful tacos. We're all beautiful tacos, exactly. Don't let anybody I mean, tell you different. <laughs> you don't have to be Mexican to like tacos. Okay? Or be a taco. <laughs> or be right. Um, so um, we love you, taco family. Thank you for tuning in for another episode yes. of Morning Coffee. We're going to be live for again sure. tomorrow morning. 8.30 a.m. Pacific, but before that, we'll be live tonight with the Daily Dose. Joshua Reed's going to go deep into it at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on the Daily Dose, everywhere you see us now. Uh, do us a favor. Give us a little plus sign like if you're listening over there on Rumble. Leave a comment. Let us know how you're doing. Are you having tacos today? What do you think about all the stories we covered? What do you think about the financial aspect? All this stuff. We'd love to hear from you guys, so please let us know. Uh, and I don't know if you're not on the social red pill, our private app, I don't know why you're not. It's our favorite place right. to communicate with everybody in the red pill family. We're not Free to join. Over there. What? We don't censor over there. We don't censor over there. So join us, you guys, red pills. I'm sorry. Social red www.socialredpill.com. Please come over there. Say hi. Uh, we'd love to have you. Um, also, I do want to say thank you. <clears throat> thank you, yay, for the 20 lemons or two ice creams. I don't know what it was. I think I missed it, but we appreciate it, you guys. Any donations like this help us keep our doors open, our bills paid, our lights on, our equipment up to date, and the content flowing. We're, the Red Pill Project puts out um, like over a dozen videos a week. So uh, yeah. thank you guys for all of your support and making that possible every day. We appreciate it. Um, 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 anything I'm missing? I think we may have the Q&A after chat tonight. I don't oh, know yes. if Josh is going back to his normal schedule of yep. doing that on Tuesdays. If so, that will be tonight. Um, I'm sure he'll announce that on Daily Dose, but 
you know, in anticipation of that, if you're not on the social work bill, that's where you get access to that Q and A because it is done by by Zoom. Um, and I think it's like a five ninety nine subscription uh, month gets you access to that. So yeah. it's a fun time. You can go in there if you got questions. You're like, hey, I really want to know, or I really wanted to pick Josh's brain about this. Yep. Um, usually Vince and I are there. My summer has been slightly crazy, so I haven't been there as much. We're trying to get our garden stuff put together. We have so, lives. We have lives. Yeah, we have, we have lives. Time and but I've we got do lots do of laundry. So. Tuesday night chat with Josh, socialmental.com to learn more. You do what? Yeah, I do try to be there. Sometimes. Yeah, likewise. We're there majority of the time, and most importantly, a lot of people like to ask Josh questions, and he's there. Um, yes. If he's not there, we every day we usually have a chat anyway with a few yeah. people at least in there um, that's open 24 seven for anybody to join. So, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if you join the social red pill and you want access to these Q and A's and then like our additional show on Friday, bonus content and stuff, go in there and subscribe. And we appreciate that uh, yeah. tremendously. Thank you guys. Um, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff we didn't get a chance to cover, um, but Joshua Reed luckily will be on tonight to get right back to it. There's just so much, you guys. It's absolutely crazy, but we are it is all on our radar. We have uh done our due diligence. So you guys share this this the crap out of everything. Tag yes. us on Twitter, tag us on the app, all this stuff. We love you guys very much. God bless. Andrea, thank you so much. You rock. Of thank you. Always a pleasure you to do. go. Thank you. Always a pleasure to go through all the news and events with you and Yeah. Uh, learn with you and uh, join forces in learning and exposing the truth. Agreed. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. So everybody take care. We'll see you soon. God bless. Bye guys. Um, all right. Oh shoot.